we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravoed podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada, and I'm here with my co-host, Armin. What's up, dude? Tonight was probably one of the heaviest and darkest episodes of reality TV I've watched in years, and I am reeling. I mean, I have to agree. I even tweeted that it was probably one of the most raw and vulnerable moments I've seen on television in a very long time. Agreed. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about Summer House. Uh, we are, I, we thought it was going to be the finale, but cause pump rules is done, but summer house is still going strong. I don't know how many episodes they have left, but I'm so proud of what they, what they're doing. It's the first season to extend past 10 episodes. It is. And I, I said, summer house has consistently gotten better since season one. I, and I fully stand behind that. I think they're definitely going to be getting a season four. Yes. I think. Everyone is finally jumping on the train and realizing that it is what Vanderpump Rules used to be, which is real drama with real stakes. There were a lot of strong parallels in this episode to earlier seasons of Vanderpump Rules, which we will get into. Um, but quickly, how many episodes do you think there will be in this season? They haven't announced it. Well, I think they'll probably have like 12 to 14. Yeah, I'm guessing 12. Plus Reunion. Yeah, I'm thinking 12 plus a two-part reunion. I think last year was just a single-part re- reunion, right? It was, yeah, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Because he likes to, Andy likes to do the It on the Watch What Happens Live set. But Which maybe, is a one-part. But maybe they'll move out of the Watch What Happens Live set this year. That'd I be mean, cool. Southern Charm used to do it at the, the set, and now they have their own place. I mean, it's season three. People are invested. People will be watching. I think they've grown out of it. I potentially think, i think they might deserve a set this year at the very least we are definitely getting what two more episodes uh than usual we're gonna get a reunion this is cool it's growing it's it's pretty incredible but this episode was very intense it dealt with the ramifications of the null the rumor of kyle making out with the scroll that Lindsay was given by her friend what's bad about this is that This timeline is after Kyle cheated on Amanda, said he was going to do better. Evidently, he blacked out in April and made out with this girl. But it's just a rumor. But he doesn't know if it's true or not because he was in a space where he was so belligerently drunk that he was blacked out. Which, honestly, understand we've all been there. (laughs) He also said that at the time he was acting selfishly. He was, but before we get into all that heavy, heavy stuff, um, let's start off with the beginning of the episode, which right. was very weird. So we see the we see the situation happen at the end of the party that they were at the night before, where uh, Danielle was told by Lindsay this rumor, and Lindsay said, "Don't tell anyone because I don't want to get him back to Amanda without Kyle having this conversation with her. I'm going to tell him, and of course, Danielle has to tell Paige." And the episode starts with Paige being like. Danielle, do you think Lindsay's going to be mad that you told me? Do you think... And Danielle's like, no, no. Literally five minutes later, Lindsay's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, so pissed. She's like, why could you do this? You broke my trust. Danielle's over crying in like some cocktail table. I was dying. And, and everybody else is confused. 
Everyone, yeah, everyone's so confused about what's going on. Because the core of this drama, Lindsay Page and Danielle can't divulge anything. No, it has to be a secret. And I was, I was dying. <laughs> so everyone's like, what? I was dying when Paige was like, obviously, I'm not going to say anything. Her and Lindsay were like having their little powwow. And she's like, well, when they, when, when you walk out of here, what are you going to say? That I was having a conversation with you. And she was like, about what? And she's like, Everett or Carl or both. And she's like, yes, exactly. Like training her, getting her ready for her like CIA mission. She was like full FBI. This is Quantico. Connell Lindsay, Colonel Lindsay. Letting Sergeant Page know what they're going to do. And a few moments before that, I thought it was funny when Page said, I'm not going to tell anyone. And Lindsay's like, I just told my best friend and she told you. Yeah. <laughs> so how can I trust you? Honestly. But you can trust Page. It, it I think you can trust Page. Out. Yeah. She's, she keeps a, she keeps a tight lip. But they Danielle, came to the agreement. No. <laughs> Page had to tell Amanda before Amanda moved in. Yes. So the onus was on Lindsay to tell Kyle ASAP. Yes. And she does. But after we get the a very interesting montage of hookups in the house, it was literally like watching like a porno and the music oh, yeah. didn't help. That was verging on pornography. It was I mean it was. It was. How was it not? I mean, Kyle was running with his dick out and <laughs> slanging his slang. And I mean, then you saw I mean, you saw Hannah with the lights on. I mean, it was basically Skinamax. Getting, getting her toe stubbed by British Dave. Mm, love Sorry, a good toe Bernie. stubbing. Um, and, had, we saw, and we saw Carl and Paige penetration. I mean, it was there. It was just under the covers. Right, right. You just didn't literally see it. But wow, did they reveal a lot. And you're right. Carl and Paige hook up, which was so downplayed in this episode. It's not even addressed in the entirety of this episode. No. But it was like, I mean, I noticed. Well, how could you not? Did so, y'all still with Max? Like, this I is think, everyone's getting into their business. Eddie, I think we should revisit your theory. What's my theory? I forget now. <laughs> you have so many, you just forget. I them. have so many. Your theory that Carl and Paige are secretly dating, but oh, they yeah. want to reveal it in real time or maybe at the reunion. I am I don't know if I buy the theory, but I am starting to think there's some validity to it. I have I need this more conspira- evidence, conspiracy since day one that these two have been secretly dating. Well, I don't know about day one. Well, this was a recent theory. This well, was like last week's I episode. felt it in my heart since the first day. I know a match when I see it. I used to work for the Millionaire Matchmaker. I know these things. That's true. You have matchmaking capabilities. I do. You would match these two together? Oh, 100%. Okay. But there needs to be more communication. And I need to know their signs. I need to know what their signs are. That was that was something you learned. You have to learn how to be compatible with your signs. I wish I had that info on deck. Damn. Right? Wouldn't that be great? Okay, I mean, Paige, I, shout out. Let us know. I mean, Carl, let us know. Honestly, it was uh, at your birthday party, like last weekend, was it? Right. Um, Me and Ben King, one of our friends, were literally giving like astrological relationship dating advice to Paul Chimikazi. No way. Yeah. Was it good advice? It was great. And I said something and Ben was like, I was going to say the same thing. And then he added on. I was like, I was going to add that too. We're like, we should start our own like concierge, like horoscope. Like, and it was hookup. astrologically based. Yeah. It was Purely? like, oh, oh, you're, he's a Scorpio. You're a Leo. Like, this is what you need to figure out. You're like, a Scorpio. This, I know. So I, that's how I knew most that's of it. That's exactly. how I knew. That's how I knew. I'm very well versed in Scorpio, but I mean- you had you the know, insider knowledge I there. I do. I, got, I, know, I know what's up. Now I'm curious what Carl's sign is in relation to Paige's sign. I know. I want to know why they're not clicking. 
and I feel like I could figure it out if I knew. I'm gonna do some research next episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna deep deep dive into this and kind of see. Because I, I want to know everything, though. I want their full chart. I want to know what their rising, what their moon is, what their Venus is in. Because the way well, that they, like, handle love is based on, like, partly where their Venus is located. We're going to pull a Sherlock Stasi. We're, we're going to figure it out. We're going to put our Or just tweet us if you guys want to just tweet us your charts. Or, yeah, like, that'd be way easier, seriously. What your rising moon and sun is, like, that would just be easy Honestly, well. we're nowhere near as good, of a, as good at detective work as Stasi. so. I mean... <laughs> Eddie's like, are you kidding me? I'm Sherlock Eddie. I mean, not with like people outside of my like connections, but like, you know, a friend of a friend or, you know, a potential lover. You could pull it off is what you're saying. I, I could deep dive. I'm, I do a little bit of FBI. <laughs> I have one. I have one friend, Shanna. And when um she's like, talk ever talks to a guy, she just, I just get a name. I get a name and then I'm like, within five minutes, I have his Instagram profile. I've got his Facebook. Just a first name. I I'm know scared. how to search. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm real good. I'm like Kristen Doty, Detective Doty up in here. Tech analyst? Yeah. Tech I'm analyst like, Doty? I'm like, what was it? Uh, what was the guy from Kim Possible, Gage, or the guy that that sat behind the desk and did all the computer work? He was in, uh, I forgot what his name I is. I forgot what Wade, his name was. Wade, Wade. His name's Wade. Wade. I'm Wade from Kim Possible. That's me. I'm like, Kim Possible. I'm like, Ron, Kim, you got to get to the jet. <laughs> here. Eddie Possible. One day. Um, okay, we're way off topic because I think we're just avoiding... Yeah, we don't want to get into it. We're avoiding the conversation, Ooh. which is not what Kyle did. Kyle dealt with it straight on. So let's get into the meat of this episode. And before we start, I just want to say that, like, first of all, kudos to both Amanda, major props to Amanda, and major props to Kyle as well for dealing with this on camera, showing this real, raw, vulnerable moment. This is what really makes good reality television is when people give themselves fully to the experience and fully to living their truth on camera, which is really hard to do. Um, these topics and these conversations were probably hard to have. They were even harder to film in front of cameras. And it was probably the hardest to watch it again and have to relive it tonight. And... I, I just give major props to them both because this took a lot of guts uh, and it really showed how dedicated they are, first of all, to each other and to the show and to, you know, being living their most true, authentic lives at any moment. So I just want to say thank you guys. It really did touch me. Like I, I, we didn't even talk the whole time this, these scenes were happening. Like I was dead silent. Like yeah. I didn't even know what to tweet. I didn't want to live tweet during it because I didn't know what to say because I didn't want to make jokes except it was a little bit f- funny when like everyone's like, oh, we're going to give you guys your space and they like walk away from the, the conversation and then just run upstairs to the balcony and are all like watching. I'm like, <laughs> guys, this isn't cats. Like hold it back. Don't pull out your popcorn just yet. It was theater. It was theater. Okay, but let's get to the let's get do you have anything to add before we get into the the what happened? No, everything you said was spot on. And yeah, I truly do commend them for allowing it to be on camera because we've seen in other shows cast members decide to deal with these kind of issues off camera. Especially later season Vanderpump rules. Of course, you get a lot of reveals and you and you get a lot of vulnerable moments on camera. Um, but for example, I'm thinking back to season six. Uh, Katie and Schwartz, and there's going to be another Katie Schwartz parallel, um, but here we can contrast them. When it was revealed that Schwartz may have made out with a girl at the bungalow, 
Lala's friend. Got so many parallels between right? Schwartz and Kyle Cook. But here was the difference between the way they handled it in season six versus Summer House in season three. Katie and Schwartz went home to their apartment off camera and hashed it out. Exactly. And I get it, especially for them, because they are a married couple at this point. So I feel like they needed the privacy to work through it because who the hell knows how it would have blown up on camera. Um, but like you said, it's still worth noting that this is not easy to do in front of the cameras, man. Wow. Yeah. It was rough. It was dark. I mean, we kept saying to each other that it was a tough scene. It was, it was hard to watch. And I mean, we saw how hard it was to actually be in the situation because when Lindsay first pulls Kyle to the side, she's hesitant to tell him what she knows. And as she reveals what she's heard, you can hear her voice cracking. You can hear her get less confident. You can see how terrified and disappointed she is to have to give this news to him. She knows how much weight this holds and how much this can affect both his life and Amanda's life. Because in case you forgot, he just dropped 25K on a house apartment for the two of them. He's looking to get engaged. She's already forgiven him for his cheating and believes he wouldn't do it again or hasn't, hasn't done it again. And then all of this just throws that up in the air. So Lindsay, Lindsay tells Kyle and Kyle's like, you know what? At this point, I don't know. I was being very selfish during that time. I don't know if this could be true or not. And I wish I did, but I was like blacked out drunk. He's like, you know, I don't really believe in monogamy, but that all changed with Amanda. And I think that's interesting to note because that's something that's really, really true. I think a lot of people don't believe they could be with one person until they find that one person. And I I think that's a really, really real thing. It's like, you know, it's like the F boy (laughs) is going to be an F boy until he finds the one that he wants to be with. And you just have to accept that. You can't be, you know, pining over someone who's not going to want to invest the time and effort into you. Like if someone's giving you that time and effort, they want to be with you. If someone's not, Honestly, it's not a match. So stop trying. Like that's that was one of my biggest things of like realizing in relationships watching everything on TV. So like and like in real life, you you come to realize that if it works, it's going to work. If it clicks, it clicks. If it doesn't, don't force it cuz that's not going to be a real relationship anyways. It's going to be something manufactured. It's going to be something that doesn't have the authenticity and the genuine love and companionship and connection that you need to have a fulfilling and sustaining relationship, long-term monogamy. And I think Kyle has finally found that in Amanda, but, you know, people make mistakes, which clearly he did. But what I find really admirable is he's willing now to address them head on because he understands the value and importance that Amanda has in his life. So I think that kind of is different from other people. And he he did something here that I thought was really great. He didn't try to try to force his idea on it or be like, no, no, this could this couldn't happen. I love you too much. He was like, being completely honest, like this might have happened, but that doesn't change the way I feel about you. Like I understand how this makes me look, but I still love you. I still want to be with you. And he gave her time to be by herself. You know, he gave her the space she needed when she wanted it. And I think that's really smart. And I think that's probably going to help them 
but he's he's not giving her too much space to where he shows he doesn't care. He's giving her enough to kind of be like, I, I know you're hurting, but I want to be there for you. It was it was hard to watch because Amanda's heartbroken. Yeah. She walked away initially. She walked away. She couldn't hear it. She, the moment he said to her, the thing is, in April, I was acting selfishly. She stormed off. And I think she thought that was setting up to an admission, but he clarified to her, look, this is a makeout rumor. I don't even know if it's true. And that also triggers her because then Amanda says, you can't deny it. You can't even deny it. You can't deny it. And she, and, I mean, and that's the crux of a lot of her issues with Kyle is that he gets blacked out so often. So he can't recount much of his nights. So how could she ever trust him? He doesn't even know what he's up to. I mean, I do think he has curbed his drinking a lot this season. And True. I think he's done it for Amanda. But that doesn't change what you did six months ago. Um, and I, I think he realizes he still that. still does get blacked out. But he gets blacked out with her, which I think is the difference. But, I mean... From what we know. From what we know. She still seems to have her concerns. I, and you I, have to... Rightfully so. Right. I mean, I... Th- and you have to find those valid. I had mad respect for her when she was like... When he, she was like, enjoy your new apartment. And he's like, seriously? And she's like, dead ass. Like, I'm done. Like, in that moment, she needed to say that. She needed to show him how real and how serious she was. And I think, I mean, the thing is, is like, we're seeing that she's going to have conversations with them. She's willing to move past if the rumor's not true. Now, the issue with this is, it's it's hard because... I really do like the idea of them together, but I understand how hard this can be, and I that fear is never going to go away. And he's really, really ruined something in here. And I think we're going to see this next episode when her dad's like, why are you still with him? Yeah. But I also feel like they are their soulmates, I think, at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the love between them is so genuine and so real, and they really care. And, you know, sometimes people make mistakes, but it's working through those mistakes to have a healthy relationship. I mean... Jax got like hooked up with Faith many as, times. Yeah. Sober. Sober with a dead lady next to him and Brittany's with gonna get recorded calls of him saying yeah, some horrifying that's... things about Brittany, so you could forgive. I mean you can I mean but I, I see a stronger parallel with Schwartz. I feel I know like you were Cook talking about this. Schwartzitis. Because on three different occasions throughout the history of Vanderpump Rules Schwartz has blacked out and made out with girls, right? And one time he may have had sex, but that will never be confirmed, I guess. And one time Katie just didn't believe it. And Schwartz owned up to it the first time, straight Mm -hmm. up. So Cook is almost in the exact same position as Schwartz. He just doesn't remember. But that's a problem too. And Katie is on the same mindset as Amanda. She wants to curb Schwartz's drinking to the point in which at the very least remember what happened. And if you remember during tonight's reunion, Schwartz is like, yeah, I'm definitely going to take shots after this reunion. And Katie goes, half shots. I mean, sometimes... I feel like it's not that hard to just remember. Like, you could get really wasted and not black out. Armin? Eddie? Some people have like a, like I think a... Maybe it's a tolerance level. It's, I, don't it's, I don't know if it's a tolerance level or something, but like I've had nights where I've only had like three drinks and because of my body composition and the way my body reacts to alcohol, I could be blacked out 
in after three drinks just because I had tequila, vodka, tequila instead of tequila, tequila, tequila. Okay, but Schwartz and Kyle are not like that. I mean, there's way too much evidence to suggest otherwise. Schwartz, we have seen Schwartz like down like 19 shots and recount the whole night beat for beat. But Am every I wrong? but every night is a different situation. It also matters on how much you've eaten, how much sleep you've gotten. You know, if you've taken any medicine that day. So if you it have just it. is very. It's that convenient. No, I mean, Armin, <laughs> like you're just playing devil's advocate at this point because <laughs> I I'm just trying to say is that you can't. Yes, people can drink to excess, but you can't just say, oh, someone was drinking to excess, so that's why they're always blacking out, because there could be a bunch but of different so, reasons why they're blacking so out. So many people are able to drink responsibly. It's it's not no, I that know. Ins- insanely difficult that adults in their mid to late 30s, I mean, Kyle's almost 40 years old. No. You're telling me he can't figure out how to drink responsibly to eat before he drinks, to have the right drinks so he doesn't black out? So many times in one month that he doesn't even know which night it could have been. All I'm saying is that everybody And I'm all different. down for fun. I'm down for no, fun, man. Let's have some you, fun. You can't judge someone. And like I just feel like this is very judgmental of people who might have a drinking problem because you don't know what Kyle's going through. You don't know if he has an issue with it. Maybe and he has you're a being like, problem. is it really that hard to be responsible? I feel like that's really condescending because sometimes it is hard for people to figure out that limit and work through that. Even when they're 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, everyone's different. Well, if he has a drinking problem, then he should address it. I mean, exactly. But you're not, you can't just say like, oh, he should at least know by now because sometimes it takes a while to figure out. And I think in this moments with Amanda and him realizing, oh, you know what? If I drink this much, I can lose love of my life. He's finally getting it. Like it's finally clicking for him. And so he's working okay. through and that like drinking problem with Amanda. I mean, as you can that's, see, he's yeah, that's done better what I'm this saying. season. He needs no, to work I know. through it and figure out not but to, I'm saying to drink he responsibly. Is. I mean, but you can, but you can't say And if he has a problem, then he has to quit entirely. I mean, yeah. That's your stance on James Kennedy. I mean, it's true. If okay. you have that big of an issue to where it's ruining every part of your life, stop. James okay. Kennedy, he lost his job. He yeah. lost the support of people that he had That's close to him. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Kyle needs to, whatever it is, I don't know if he has a problem. I did. It's just never been said, so I don't. Need, I didn't want to throw but it out But you there. said that blacking out was convenient, and that's where I was like, I got Well, offended. it's, no, I was saying that in Schwartz's case. But both of it's, them, you don't know. Well, I don't know about Kyle. I was saying in Schwartz's case, it's it's been kind of convenient because every time there's been a makeout rumor, he f- has forgotten well, maybe he only makes out when he blacks out. I mean, if, if he's not blacking out, then he's not, you know, having yeah, his I mean, predisposition I, to making out. I watched this show too much. I, I, there's some dirty details. There's some dirty details. There's this one scene, for example, where Jackson Schwartz have this back and forth, and Schwartz basically is like, don't blackmail me right now. I'm not going to hurt you. Don't hurt me. We both know. It. We're, it, this is back in season three. Yeah. And so I'll show you the scene. Schwartz. Okay. Well, we're not talking about Schwartz. We're no, I know, I know. I'm just saying Schwartz knows what he did at certain points, and Jax has dirt on him, and he doesn't want it to be revealed. I'll yeah, show well, you the scene. Well, that's Vanderpump Rules, but I'm just talking <laughs> about Summer House, and I thought it was very unfair of you to put that on Kyle. But okay. moving forward, I do think it's going to be good to see how they work through this because, I mean, they decide to drive home together because Amanda... I mean, Paige even offers for Amanda to come home with her and they can eat ice cream and pizza and just like do their own thing. But Amanda wants to sit in silence with Kyle. And I think this is a, like honestly a really good thing because she's forcing her she's forcing herself to be in an awkward situation that's really going to put the relationship to the test. I liked what she said where he was like, she's like, we're going to sit in silence. If I know what I want to say, then I'm going to say it. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair. And it's kind of showing Kyle, as of right now, I'm in control of the situation, how it plays out. You lost that privilege by making this mistake. At this point, whether we are together or not is on me. So you need to be ready for me to talk. You need to be ready to listen. And you need to give me my time to figure this out. Because at the end of the day, if you try to, like, all she said was, like, basically, like, if you try to steamroll this, it's not going to work. I need my time to figure it out for me. And Kyle understands that. Kyle can see, you can see on Kyle's face, he's willing to do everything in his power to make Amanda feel better, including speaking with his mom about it. Yeah, I mean, he screwed up. And he's trying his best to own up to it, but then there's the unresolved issue of what really happened, and Amanda does want to know. So that's an interesting element to this as well, is that she does want him to investigate for himself. And I think that's fair. And I think the fact that he's willing to do this really shows a lot about him. He's like, it's, you know, it's like, ripping the bandit off. It's like whether or not this is going to be a good outcome, it still needs to get done. You know, it's one of those things you just got to like pull the trigger. And if she says, you know what we made out, you deal with it, you work through it or you'd let it go. And you know, if she says it's not, then you're validated. And you know what? It's a rumor, but it's a learning moment to be like, you know what? Let's not get in this situation again. Let's not put ourselves at this place. Um, There was another interaction that was, pretty revealing when Kyle was like oh I've always all my life flirted with girls and in the last few months I have actually not flirted with any girls and Amanda was really pissed because she's like wait we've been dating for three years congratulations you haven't flirted with girls for a few months I can understand why it would upset a partner if you are out there being flirtatious, especially behind their back. I mean, we know how those boys from Vermont are. They'll flirt with anybody. You know better than me. <laughs> you know better than me. Man, but I think Kyle has a few things to work through for sure. And it seems like he knows it too. He's I even think so, yeah. I've grown as a person. And I'm a better person than I was even just a year ago when the whole cheat, the f- initial cheating stuff went down. Um, and I think he knows that he has a special thing with Amanda and he doesn't want to screw this up. I think Paige and Hannah said it. It's like, Amanda will be fine. Yeah. She's got it going on. She, she got the most numbers at the competition. So exactly. she, she's good to go. So Kyle's got to step his game up because this isn't great. Two cheating rumors, one season. Honestly, it's really bad. Um, and I mean, we kind of saw Andy Cohen giving him like the Jack's treatment. Last time he was on Watch What Happens Live, and fairly so, but I do think Kyle has been a, a quicker student than Jax Taylor, and I think it's hard not to be. And I think he, <laughs> I think, I think Kyle's actually a really good guy. I think Kyle just has made yeah. a lot of mistakes, and he was trying to find himself and figure out how to be in a relationship because I don't think he's had someone like Amanda before, and I think Amanda has this keen ability to understand that about him and love him even through those flaws. And I think, I think that's really what makes them a really great pair is that they're both willing to accept each other um, and learn how to love with each other because Amanda's way of living is different from Kyle, something that Kyle's ever done. And Kyle's old way of life is something that just completely contradicts everything that Amanda stands for. So 
I mean, I, f- I think them kind of figuring out the relationship, that's just a fact of it. Like, that's going to happen. But we see it leave on the cliff- cliffhanger of um, him deeming this girl saying, have we met? And she- Amanda says, what did she say? And all we see is him show her the phone and we don't get to know. And I mean, it could be editing. I'm hoping the girl says, who are you? Kind of thing. Like, oh, we've, we've never met. Right. But I don't know. And I wonder if Amanda has the capacity to forgive Kyle if he did drunkenly make out with the girl. I feel like she does. I feel like she can. I feel like that wouldn't be the worst thing either. I feel like she loves him too much. I think we were seeing it. She's like, you're my best friend. Like, I want to cry to you about this, but you're the one hurting me. Like, it's such, like, you know, polarizing feeling. And I, you know, I, I feel for her. I understand that pain. And it's like, I mean, if you really, truly love someone, you can always forgive because you know their heart. And I think she knows Kyle's heart. And I think she knows that it's with her. And he's really trying his best. Sometimes he's just being a dumb idiot. And I mean, I really hope the rumors aren't true. We'll see what happens next episode. But I just got to give it up for Amanda. Because like, girl, like this must have been the hardest thing. In the and Kyle too. Because like, to yeah. admit all of this on national television. And just be like, real about it. And not the... And this isn't the first time. Remember... What else, Kyle? Yeah. The first time he cheated on her back in season one, but they weren't like exclusive. And they weren't moving into with each other. Right. And he wasn't buying a, didn't buy a ring for so this her. This is like the third time. You know, third time's the charm. Maybe it will finally end, <laughs> but all right. But you're right. Overall, it's pretty clear throughout the season that Kyle has scaled back his drinking. And at the very least, if he's going to get black out, it'll be with Amanda because there are major trust issues here. And she wants to be able to know that he's not going to betray her, um, especially in a state of mind that he's not present or has any agency in. Mm -hmm. So if he did it in April, but there's been changes since, I think there's an opportunity to forgive and move forward, even if he did it. Well, it looks like it's next episode. They are still in the house together, and they're having right. dinner with Amanda's family. So we'll we'll see what happens. It also looks like we're finally going to get a confession about something from, from Patrick Bateman. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I love Jordan. So that's accurate. Now that he's kind of like not like the villain anymore, and he's kind of just. I think he's funny. Like I kind of like I like Jordan. I've always liked Jordan. I just thought he was like putting his foot in his mouth a lot, and he lied. Yeah, I just still don't know who he is, really. I'm getting it. I'm getting the picture. The pic- the the puzzle pieces are finally coming together. To click. Yeah, I'm okay. like starting to get a, a feel. And he's he's harmless. I don't think he's as bad as You know what I think the reveal is going to be? The story that he told about losing his virginity was a lie, but he has lost his virginity, but it was a boring story. But he wanted to add some flair to it. Well, no, th- I mean And maybe people can start to trust him again. I mean, he confirmed that the story was the true story on Twitter. Did he? So, yeah. Why is he trying to pretend like the 40-year-old virgin was his life? I mean, you never know. It could have happened. Before Lindsay or whoever on the show said, that's the story from 40-year-old virgin, I turned to you and said, that's the story from 40-year-old virgin. I mean, I've had life experiences that you're, are you're very You're saying life close. imitates art. You're saying life imitates art? Yes. I mean, I, I agree with that sentiment, but I think that was a little too on the nose. I mean... If someone's sticking a finger up your booty hole and you're not prepared for it, you're going to have a a nerve like reaction. And if it's kicking someone in the face, it's kicking someone in the face. Like your butt's connected to your leg. Like it's basic physiology. Maybe that story is true. I don't know. But I mean, the fact that every other person in the house feels like this guy is fake 
and a lot of the viewers feel like this guy is fake. It, it I mean, it can't be. Maybe it I'm can't just, be out of nowhere. It, it, you know what I mean? You maybe, think everyone is delusional? Maybe I'm just sitting here defending Jordan because I feel like he's been getting a bad rap recently and I want to, you know, send some love. But we'll see what happens. We'll see. Pay, I mean, if, he's, if, if he does set up a story like, I haven't been completely honest and I have to tell you guys the truth, then there is something he's been a little duplicitous about, right? Well, Or I who mean, knows? Maybe he hasn't been duplicitous about something. Maybe he has a confession that would show a reason why you know maybe something's up so we'll see we'll see that's next episode and if you guys don't want to miss a single one of our summer house recaps until the season ends because it's getting lit please make sure you guys are subscribed on wherever you're listening right now and that's either soundcloud stitcher google play music itunes or spotify and if you guys want to make sure you can live tweet with us uh make sure you guys are following us on instagram and twitter um, by searching Hot and Bravo, H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And we'll see you guys next time.